Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Online Business Podcast. Today is the episode that is going to give you all of the self-awareness, but also all of the tools to integrate a new path when it comes to your relationship to posting content on social media for your online business. Okay. So often we get in our own way when it comes to posting content online, because it's met with multiple different fears or multiple different barriers, elements of friction, elements of resistance that really we have once upon a time created for ourselves. And whether or not you can really identify these things for yourself now, or whether you're thinking, hmm, I don't know if this is relevant to me. However, I just know I could be doing more, or I just want to make sure that I'm doing absolutely everything I can right now. And I just want to like preface and disclaim by saying this, I feel like I still am not doing everything that I could be doing right now. However, these are the tools. This is the type of awareness that I access to be on a continuous quest to find out exactly what is actually blocking my path from being my most optimized self, but also to raise my ceiling, to actually be able to operate at a capacity that is so far greater than what I'm even allowing myself to operate at based off the way that I see the world, based off the way I see myself and based off the way that I am conditioned. So really this podcast is going to give you awareness on your conditioning. It's going to give you the language and hopefully language that you can relate to and think, oh my gosh, that is me. And with that, I'm going to teach you how I would unblock all of these things that are stopping you from being your best motherfucking self online. And working with clients, this is so common. Like really across the board, there hasn't been one client working in business through social media that I haven't had this conversation with around what is blocking you from actually giving more to your business through social media when you're making content, right? Showing up online. What is that block there? What is the friction there? Whether it's around selling, whether it's around showing more of your personality, whether it's around your conviction and confidence, whatever that might be for you, this episode is going to give you a whole lot to work through. So without further delay, let's get straight into some of the main reasons that I see blocking people from being in their full expression online, or at least showing up to their best capacity for their business when it comes to posting content. So number one is perfectionism. I'm going to be unpacking this. Number two is confidence slash fear of judgment. And number three is scarcity. And number four is going to be overwhelm. Now, all of these things impact our conviction in ourself and in our business. And with this, this is felt and this is heard. This is what we deliver. And it's not always a repelling thing. It's not always a bad thing if you're lacking conviction, because at the end of the day, if you've got an incredible offer and people that back it and clients that sell it for you, you're doing okay. However, My core belief is conviction is such a huge part of the sales process and such a huge part of actually delivering content that converts online. So how I want to go through this is with undercurrent of really building your conviction. So if we can unblock these things, these four areas, then 
I can almost guarantee that you guys are going to have tenfold more conviction in yourself when you're showing up on Instagram, whether that be Insta stories, whether that be the way you're writing your post, the way you're writing your captions, people can feel that undertone, that tonality of conviction. And I'm sure you guys can almost identify where you experience this when you're consuming other people's content. You're just like, oh my God, there is zero doubt that they are fully convicted in themselves and in their business. I believe them. I don't know what they're actually saying, but I've already fucking believed them. You know, some of you might be like, I'm already sold. I actually don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm sold because I I can feel the conviction and therefore I trust you. You know, it's a trust thing in, in business. It really is. But it also creates a very, very strong brand it really creates in my mind, I've got this visual of like, like indestructible path where you just know that they aren't going to let anything through. They're not going to let anything rain on their parade. They're not going to let anything pass. They're not even going to detour to doubt themselves or their business or what they're saying. They're actually just not even thinking about a detour. They're actually just focusing on the road ahead of them, right? And this is what we're creating here. So let's get into perfectionism. So firstly, I want to speak about relating this to how you might be thinking if you're in that perfectionistic state. So you might be thinking my content should have great lighting. It should have words that just make sense, are just fucking perfect. You might even have these thoughts around, I just want this content to do really well. I just want this content to really stand out on my feed. I want it to be something that gets a lot of likes, saves or views. And you're almost overanalyzing what that's actually going to require. And it's almost very black and white. It's like, this is good or I can't even, I can't do it. And you might feel like if I don't act so perfectly, then this content is going to fall on its face. It is going to be something that's going to be misunderstood by other people. It won't stand out. Potentially it's a waste of time or potentially people will just associate your business with poor content, poor ideas. Maybe you just won't even get anything. What if you don't get any likes? What if you don't get any new follows? What if you even get unfollows in this process? So my advice for you here is remember that content creation, speaking to the camera, editing your posts, using Canva. These are skills, copywriting, marketing, selling, persuasive writing, relatable writing. It is a freaking skill. And what do we know about skill sets? We know that they take time to build. They take a willingness and they take a commitment. And with that, when something takes time, being it takes more of your resources, it might take more energy, more time, and it might even cost your business more money, right? But because in the long term, for as long as you don't have this skill, you're actually not able to convert more clients, right? And that's okay, but it's just having a commitment over time to build that skill and to actually allocate resources to build those things if they are needle moving activities. However, for the most part, we can leverage a few resources and get a lot out of it. Being we can leverage a little bit of time, a little bit of energy, and even a small amount of skill set and still get a lot in return if you are doing this one thing, providing value. If you are providing value to someone specific, someone, someone specific, 
then you are going to make a memorable impact for them. That is going to be compounding. And we see this in so many of my clients where people are sharing that one post, people are saving that one post, people are DMing them off that one post saying, oh my gosh, like you, I just felt like you were speaking to me in this. Oh my goodness, that's it. I'm ready to sign up with you, right? Because that one post allowed them to really make that move. And with that, all that is requiring is value. All that is requiring is actually giving something to someone to help move their life forward in a meaningful way, away from their current undesirable state towards their future desirable state, i.e. a solution to their problem. So with this, I would even practice actually just giving value and actually doing the types of posts that you would normally make wrong so that we can create this association where good things can come from posts that are less than perfect. And just like perfectionism in our content, perfectionism in ourself, okay? Which imperfect parts of yourself are you actually not accepting right now? And those parts of yourself are going to be the ones that forever want to be expressed. They forever want to be worked on. They forever just want to be shown because they're still a part of you, but you constantly suppressing them. They're going to make themselves very, very much apparent in your life because they want to come forward. They are a part of you. And back to the energy resources conversation, it takes a lot of energy to keep these parts suppressed, especially when you might be posting a piece of content and you're thinking, oh, I just don't want this part of me to come out. This part of me that feels like I lack intelligence, the part of me that feels incompetent, the part of me that feels silly and that's not going to be accepted, the part of me that feels a little bit too sarcastic that's not going to be accepted. It takes a lot of energy to be vigilant and make sure that these parts do not come out. Okay, so it's why this process can be so exhausting because we're labeling our content creation processes like, oh, that's okay, that's wrong, that's good, that's bad, that's going to be contributing to my perfect post and that's absolutely not right see how exhausting that process is for you as well so it's like as soon as we just accept the imperfect parts of ourselves all of them because ultimately if they're there then they're true right it's like we can tell ourselves as long as we like that we don't want to be seen as lacking intelligence or incompetent but if those parts of us exist how can we actually really neutralize them Because what we actually think is going to happen if those parts are expressed versus what is actually likely to happen are two very different things. You know, we might think that we say something in a not so perfectly constructed way and that someone's going to think that we're a bit ditzy or we're a bit silly or we're not actually worth being hired to coach them or to invest into their offers. That's what our brain is telling us. Oh, be careful here. Don't show that part of you because that's unsafe because all of this might happen in your business. But actually, what is likely to be true is no one fucking notices, right? So when we actually accept those parts fully, we get to express ourselves freely without constantly trying to keep those parts suppressed, which takes energy and you're going to feel fucking exhausted in that process. 
The next part that I want to speak about is confidence. So you might be thinking every time I post, I don't feel fully confident to express myself. I can't shake it. And this is also where all of these things can interlink as well. You know, the reason that we lack confidence is also because we are a perfectionist, right? The reason that we're a perfectionist is also because we fear judgment, you know, see how they just all intertwine. So coming into like confidence and fearing judgment, you might also feel frustrated and we you could just not care and you might just almost shame yourself and wish that you know you had a part of your personality that was a little bit more courageous and a little bit more confident and a little bit more free-spirited or you wish you had the support and the followers to actually validate these parts of you so that you did feel a little bit more encouraged to fully post online in a confident way with this I would encourage you to create that evidence for yourself, create incremental evidence that you actually don't care and create incremental evidence as to why you should be confident. Okay. So with these things, it's understanding what would make me confident in myself, because at the end of the day, it is really just evidence that we can do things that are making us worthy of feeling confident. So with that, it's taking full responsibility. Okay, what is a new behavior that I can replace instead of going into the victim and into the self-shame of I I just can't shake it? What is something new that you would like to do on a behavioral level, on an action taking level that you know that if you do more often, you're actually just going to have confidence because you've got more evidence supporting a reason why you should just keep moving versus reasons why you shouldn't. So with this, A new behavior could look like posting more, honestly, just leaning into it and doing the thing. And it's really exposure to that trigger so that you can create new evidence that, oh, okay, I've done this every day for seven days and, oh, it's actually fine. I'm actually okay. Whilst also having a very, very clear understanding of what is currently resulting in your lack of confidence. Okay. So these things need to first be identified so you can understand them so that you can see them when they pop up next time. And then to actually ask yourself, well, is this fully true that I should lack confidence or am I just really misinterpreting myself right now? Am I judging this part of myself that actually is great, that I'm actually doing a really great job and that I actually just need to give myself some credit for that? And I actually can create more confidence in myself right this very second just by upgrading my awareness of myself and really just anchoring into, oh my God, like I am so powerful. Like the affirmations thing is is actually great because sometimes it does look It does encourage us to look for evidence for where we are worthy of being confident whilst also creating new evidence through taking action so that we can feel confident with that as a byproduct. We fear judgment less. We fear judgment less in others because we know the value in ourselves. We fear judgment less in others because we understand that people are just not always going to get it. And this is where another powerful tool can come into play where we actually just create new reframes. You know, we create new reframes in a situation where 
We might be telling ourselves, oh, I think they're going to judge me for saying that like that by articulating myself in that way with that sort of tonality, by saying things like this, whatever. I feel like I'm going to be judged for showing up in this way. Okay, well, instead, what is another belief? What is another possible truth here? Well, you actually might change someone's fucking life for a start. You actually might be the reason that someone goes after their goals today. You might actually be the reason why someone decides to sign up with you that day, right? All of these things can absolutely be true, but the fear of judgment is what caps your ceiling because it stops you from posting as often, right? And see how all of these things are capping your ceiling because ultimately they're capping your internal resources. They're capping energy and the capacity that you have internally because the energy is going towards perfectionism, the the fear of judgment based off a lack of confidence, right? That's where your energy is going. And I want to redirect that energy back to the vision. When we drop perfectionism, when we drop the fear of judgment, when we build the confidence. And the next one, number three, is scarcity. Okay. So you might be thinking there's other coaches doing the same as me, but better. They've got more followers than me. You might be thinking and positioning yourself in the lack. And as a result, emotions such as shaming yourself, feeling like the victim, feeling resentful for others, feeling hard done by, feeling small, feeling inferior, feeling incompetent, all of these things can come up. And ultimately, it is really just our misjudged expectation that has positioned us in scarcity. Okay, think of it like this. If you start your day and you assume that a successful day or a great business looks like X, but you actually do Y, which seems to sit below that, the reality is below the expectation, then you are immediately feeling in the lack, right? Or you can actually create scarcity in ourselves by positioning ourselves less than other people when we're actually not even less than other people. We have just grabbed context and assumed that other people are more successful than us and they've got it easier than us and they're actually struggling less than us, right? So we create our own scarcity there or we create scarcity in ourselves by setting a benchmark too low for ourselves based off a misinterpretation of what we think we're capable of, right? So there's three things there. And with that, it's understanding, are you creating your own scarcity and where at this point? So my advice, stay in your own lane. And we've heard it all before, but what does it mean? So really looking at everyone else is irrelevant to me Everyone else's context is not my context. Everyone else does not get to dictate the expectation I have about where I should be versus where I actually am. We just need to look at our reality. However, I'm going to fully contradict myself here and say that other people can be a really healthy and positive reference point for us in the sense that they do guide us in a way that allows us to see where we are limiting our capacity. So if we choose to see people ahead of us, who are actually fucking ahead of us, or even if we perceive them as ahead of us, they can be a positive uh, reference point of like, oh, they did this today. Oh, okay, this is good feedback for me. Not, oh, I'm going to put myself in scarcity right now because they've done more than me. So also just reminding yourself, it comes back to the reframe. Instead of like, oh, they're doing more, they're further along, whatever it may be, it's actually 
okay, there's enough pie to go around. No one else is me. That's their thing. That's their lane. What's mine? How can I nail mine? How can I be the best ever version of myself? Literally, you know, and make that a global company yourself. Like that's the standard we're freaking aiming for here. Now, the fourth one is overwhelm. So with this, you might be thinking, oh, I don't know what I should post. And then you might feel avoidant to that. You might be thinking, oh, I'm just lacking so much clarity. It's really overwhelming that I'm just going to either hope for the best or I'm just going to avoid it and I'm not going to post anymore. I'm going to go on to a different topic, right? And when we're overwhelmed, we just need more context. And sometimes context comes from action and execution, right? So with that, sometimes action and execution requires simplicity, okay? So getting back to the very, very foundational basics and asking yourself some simple questions, Okay, so for example, get very clear on who you're speaking to right now. Identify what your brand stands for. What are the main topics of your brand that you want to be known for? Not what other people are doing, What not what's worked well for others. What is just a natural extension of you where you just love talking about that thing? If you go to make an Instagram story or you go to share an idea with a client, what's the sort of undercurrent of what you speak about? Where, where does that come from? What are those things you're passionate about? Choose those for your brand pillars, right? Because those are the things that number one, you can do the best and number two, you can do the most consistently over time. The next thing is create a mix of content that builds authority and credibility. Even that is like fucking complex, but really (laughs) in the sense, it's like you speaking about the brand pillars that you want to be known for to the person you want to speak to. And that's authority. And then credibility is really just showing how you have success in achieving that thing for that individual right? That brand pillar for that specific person that you're speaking to. And that specific person can be yourself. Okay. And then how you can order it to make it even more simple for yourself. (laughs) Like simplicity is just the goat, right? Simplicity is the goat because it actually gives very good structure that works very well. It takes out all the other variables and ultimately you're taking less shortcuts and less detours when you just keep things simple. You know, you're not overcomplicating the process because it doesn't need to be. And then internally, you're reducing overwhelm. So you've got a clear mind. And then coming back to just before, because I'm fucking getting sidetracked, what do we know about overwhelm? It takes a fuckload of energy. So again, it's coming back to your resources. You are capping your capacity. You're shortening your ceiling of what is actually even possible for you because you only have so much in terms of internal resources, internal energy capacity to go around, right? That's a fact. So where are you allocating energy unnecessarily? Is it overwhelm? The last step of that process, actually, I'm going to repeat the top. So number one is get very clear on who you're speaking to. Number two is identify those brand pillars. Number three is create a mix of content that builds authority about the brand pillar and who you're speaking to and credibility about the brand pillar and how you've solved the problem for that individual. Okay. And then the last step to that is create content that solves a problem, right? You can do this via lists or steps or tips, right? Or content that Number two, entertains. You can do this via stories. You can do this via um, like a real content that is, um, yeah, engaging to watch. Number three, sparks emotion. So you can do this via stories again. You can do this via 
motivational advice, etc. Relatable words, all of the things. I hope this really freaking helps you guys. So just to summarize, because I feel like there was a lot in this episode. The main thing is the thing that is going to be stopping you in business is really the limited capacity that you have, but also recognizing that that limited capacity we create for ourselves. The next thing is, okay, well, identifying what those things are for me, what is taking up energy that doesn't need to be allocated in that area, i.e. perfectionism. Is it fear of judgment slash lack of confidence? Is it scarcity or is it overwhelm? Or maybe it's something else that I haven't listed and get clear on that of what that is for you. And then understand exactly how you think when it comes up, how you feel when it comes up, what your typical go-to behavior is when it does come up. And then what is that replacement behavior? So replacement behavior might look like a new way of thinking. It might look like a positive reframe for the topic. The replacement behavior might look like actually reducing your expectations. It might look like uh, spending more time to develop that skill and that resource, whatever it may be. Create an action plan for yourself, even in your head. You could journal it, you could write it down. But what I'd even suggest to keep it simple, because the last thing we want is for this episode to overwhelm you, because that's very fucking counterproductive, is (laughs) to pick one, to keep it simple and pick one and do that one thing very, very well. Let me know how it goes. I would love a DM. Honestly, please send me a DM. Thank you. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would appreciate more than you know if you shared it to someone who you think would benefit. Or furthermore, if you reshared your Insta story or left a review, you know, all the things that just like makes my day and it really helps this podcast get out to more people. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I will catch you in the next episode. <laughs>